Hello there. We're trying to keep Coral Chihuahua going, and so we draw your attention to the possibility of listening to us on Patreon for just a few quid a month. This also magically gets rid of the ads. That's Patreon with an E, patreon.com forward slash Coral Chihuahua. On with the app. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This episode of Cruel Chihuahua is really just uh, to give people an idea of what it's like uh, when you go on tour or when you do one of these little one or two night events uh, in Europe as a vocal ensemble. There are so many good British vocal ensembles that make money abroad, bring it back to the UK. Uh, it's a net earner. It's got harder through Brexit, more paperwork now. We still haven't completed the uh, the paperwork for this concert several days later. Um, and the trials and tribulations, that sort of thing. And many thanks to my colleagues uh, who were there singing with me, Rebecca Lee, soprano, Ailsa Campbell, soprano, Martha McLaurin and Alto, Matthew Long and Nicholas Herndl Smith, tennis, Greg Skidmore Baritone, uh, and Charles Gibbs Bass. Uh, all the music clips you hear are taken live from rehearsal or from the broadcast, the live broadcast of the concert. Many thanks to our managers, Libby Percival and Desiree Aiton, for setting this up. The trip for me began with the uh, What Am I About to Forget list at the bottom of the stairs. Extra copies for errant singers. Uh, passport, key for the rehearsal venue, uh, black shoes, black suit, white shirt. Oh, I forgot my tie. Hang on, hang on. Monteverdi, that sounds like Stanford. I've made it to York Station on time, 20 minutes early. Uh, for anyone who's ever travelled with me on Fagellini concerts before, that will seem absolutely unheard of. Uh, I must be getting old. Um, the only thing I've forgotten so far is that chocolate that I left out to keep me amused on my way down tonight. Uh, living in York, I have to get down the night before for rehearsal. Um, uh, the concert is in a German series for VDR, West German Radio, called uh, Tears and t Tears and Tears and Joy, something like that. And so I've had to come up with a programme that uh, reflects that. We've got uh, uh, some Purcell, we've got some Wilby, we've got some Monteverdi, that'll cover the tears quite nicely. Uh, and then... 
Yes, we've heard that one before. Um, uh, we've got some nice uh, comic pieces from a magical comedy by Horacio Vecchi. And we also have the excitement of one of our regular singers at the last minute unable to come and a last minute replacement. Uh, so all the excitement um, in my bag here. I've got my headphones, got my water bottle, got my um, lucky castanets. You never know. Travelling with musical instruments can always be a bit of a problem. There was a time I went through um, customs in Germany and the, uh, the security guard had taken the top off the crumb horn and wanted to know whether this was an offensive weapon. Thank you, Mrs. Right, well, we made it to the church, St. James's Church, Islington. The um, cool thing about this church is that the, uh, the church warden is, is, the, uh, is the focus of last time's choral chihuahua. Uh, that's Alistair Hume. He just happens to be the church warden here. And one of the things about the beginning of um, a rehearsal period is everyone's just come from something else. So here's Martha McLaurin. Martha, what have you been doing today? Where have you just been singing or teaching or <laughs> scraping? I've been recording with the 16 this morning at All Hallows Gospel Oak, and then I've done a little... Um, coffee shop crawl and waiting to be kicked out of each place until seven o'clock <laughs> no laptops here sort of thing and here's here's rebecca rebecca uh you've just come from a gig yes we have just done a concert of uh mem- well music for uh, remembrance in st peter's Eaton square which has a very beautiful acoustic hand organ with charles that's bbc singers nick you've come from the far northwest i've come from kendall yeah actually it's the first time i've got the train down for a um, from Kendall itself. Mm. Climbed any good mountains recently? Uh, well, I was in Pakistan for a month. So, uh, okay, that I can't follow that at, <laughs> at all. Okay, so we better uh, we better start. Yes, fantastic. And can we just slightly even up the amount of double R? Greg's doing a good sort of Sammy Italian. I think we just all need to do a little bit more. Maybe not quite so long, but, but intense. Sort of espresso shot. 
and chance that last yeah, da, 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 just push them forward a little bit towards that cadence where the arrow is uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you got to point it the wrong way then to Heathrow and all that uh, jazz of Is Your Train going to be working today. The One of the lines wasn't but another one was so we managed to get through. Uh, no bag drop today because such is the uh, thing about travelling for short concerts, no room for a bag on the plane, no room for the cost of it. Uh, so we're all just carrying our life's belongings close to and uh, made it through. By some mistake I got pushed onto fast track much to the envy of my colleagues. Um, that never happens normally in, in 36 years of Fagellini stuff. I think I've once, uh, twice, had a slightly nicer room. One had a chocolate, chocolate on the pillow, which had started to uh, melt, uh, and the other had a nicer a, a bathrobe. So there you go. It's all glamorous, folks. Um, I see Rebecca over there in her flash new green coat. Um, and my main emotion at the moment is extreme tiredness. I would really most like to lie down. Just, just drop off for, oh, I don't know, half an hour or so. But it's a flight to Dusseldorf tonight, uh, and then a train at the other end, and we'll probably get there about uh, yeah, nine, ten o'clock, something like that, ready for a late morning rehearsal tomorrow. Uh, right, I'm going to find someone and irritate them. By the way, that's Monteverdi, and the phrase means on her pale face could be seen her pain. Let's just hear it again. Um, Rebecca, I've got a question for you. Where's Greg right now? He's in the lounge all by himself, having his own food and having a lovely time on his own. Have you abandoned her? You mean Rude. in the executive lounge? The executive lounge. So your partner's in the executive lounge yeah. and you're slumming it here trying to find a socket, socket. and a cheap coffee. Yeah. Which is not even a thing at Heathrow anyway, is it? No. But it's all fine. 
I think there'll be people all around the world now, all eight of them who listen, shocked by that. <laughs> so here we go, off to Düsseldorf and this uh, music festival in Herne. Ever been there before? No, I had a road trip to Herne Bay the other week, <laughs> not quite the same place. <laughs> fewer, fewer syllables, same yes. word. Yeah. Um, but we had a bit of a shock at Brecken, didn't we, because Anna wasn't able to sing which meant that... Everything all fell apart <laughs> without her. No, it meant that we all had to jump up a line, didn't it? So you, move, you moved up to some of Anna's first soprano slots. Martha, you moved up to a second soprano. The top two had a, a top A, which was a surprise. But yes. yeah. We loved it, we loved it. And I, who was planning to have some pieces off, ended up singing alto after all. Yeah. Um, and it's happened again in that uh, father's not well. And so she's not coming in. At the last minute, we've managed to get one of my ex-MA students, Ailsa Campbell, um, and throwing her into the deep end on La Chasse. Although she's the one that chopped up the bits of um, paper, electronically speaking, and laid it out for our Sing the Score episode on La Chasse, she sort of has a sort of subcutaneous relationship with it. (laughs) So, Mother, you done, this is your second time of doing La Chasse. Does it feel a little bit easier? In La Chasse, in case you don't know, is this crazy 19, uh, 1537, sometimes it feels like 1937, sound effect piece about uh, hunting with all sorts of sound effects and things. It's a bit of a terror, isn't it? It is. It's lots of fun, um, but it is a bit of a terror. And it's um, knowing it a bit better than I did is almost a bit more dangerous because I'm more likely to have my head up thinking I know what's going on and getting carried away with yes. some more characterful stuff and then I'm likely to go off piste so I yes. need to Don't look at the parts. audience no. or do what Rebecca did who has a, a shorter part than yours because she only comes in the second half and I don't know I don't quite even remember what I did, what did I Well, do? You learnt it off by heart which is mm. so, oh, so you and Greg and Anna will join us um, for, for the second half after all the sort of set up when we actually get, get on the horses um, so there's, there's that, a second time, which mm-hmm. is nice. Uh, first time for Ailsa, just popping yeah. in. And we can't speak to Ailsa now because she's had to go to a different airport <laughs> and go to, to a different town. We'll see her tonight if she's, if she's made it. And then warn her, I came out with an injury post-concert last time. I had a very strange right thigh from having spent too long pretending to be on a horse. <laughs> these, are only, these are very Fagellini-esque oh, yes. injuries. Can't they just? Never happened before. I remember Billy Purfoy fell off the stage with us doing Commedia dell'arte once. <laughs> and he, he didn't sue me or anything. I paid for a trip to the osteopath, but that was about, about all. I think I got away with that quite nicely. Britain, Sacred and Profane, uh, quite tricky eight pieces. You've sung them elsewhere? Yeah, I have, as, as an alto, but actually it's quite nice to get to know another part in something and really get inside a piece, so it's nice It's nice to do another line. It's, it's something we've done in Fadge for quite a while. I don't get bored with them, I still find them challenging. It's a really grotesque settings of medieval text, Britain right at the end of his life. And, uh, and the last one says, when I'm dead, the following things are going to happen. I'm going to go from the house into a coffin, a coffin into a shroud, a shroud into blah, 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 blah. And then at the end... It says, for all this world, ne give it a piss, which is, I couldn't give a piss. And I see they've translated that into German tomorrow, is, 
äh, gebe ich keinen Scheißdreck mehr. Oh, wow. No, no spot of shit more. I wonder whether other Greg Browning who makes put these things together will have to beep that one out. <laughs> And then we've got some nice English thing, a bit of Will Be. Uh, you sing that extraordinary song, Rebecca, Urge Me No More by Purcell. Yeah, which has been a really uh, fabulous journey of just kind of getting to grips with the text with that one. Well, again, it's really incredibly powerful, particularly feels very relevant right now. You know, the, the um, don't make me sing for this, the times we live in are not for singing about. And it just chimes very very much with everything that you know the UK as a whole and in particular the arts industry is going through at the moment and I think that's something yeah. that um, feels very pertinent to us all. Yeah. So that's nice. Then what else do we have? Uh, English, uh, some lovely Monteverdi pieces, the Lamento della Ninfa. I remember hearing Emma Kirkby singing that at the Wigmore Hall. Absolutely blew my mind. A four-line bass over and over and over, round and round and round. Uh, scary piece to learn because the bass just doesn't change and it's so short, I suppose. The, the responsibility lies, unfortunately, entirely with the, the one soloist at that point. You know, Unfortunately, that happens to me. Um, and so, yeah, it, it, it can so easily go wrong, but you just have to just know it know and just keep putting it in your head over and over again but that's the great thing about as you say like you know there is there are so many different recordings out there a lot of them are which are quite wacky there's a particular bit of interesting performance practice about that and that monteverdi most unusually writes at the top of the page says this is how you do this piece uh, the tenors and basses the trio the commenting trio sing in tempo del mano at the speed of the hand And the nymph sings at the speed of the affetti, of the emotions.
and there have been quite a few recordings recently where they've taken that as an instruction for the nymph just to be free. But in fact, and you only tell us when you open the part box, what he means is the section with the nymph can be free, but everyone else has to follow her. Um, and I've always been slightly confused by that because your part, all the syncopations and freedom are sort of written into it. And if you end free the freedoms, the piece actually just becomes very, very confusing. I don't know, I'll give him a call, find out about that one. Call him on the Fichter hotline, find out what, <laughs> what on earth he was going, going on about. Now, Rebecca, you've got, you've got a daughter, Rose, who is... She's eight years old. And what's it like leaving her? I know Anna used to find the leaving home quite difficult. What's the difficult thing for you? I think it's probably the expense, the gifts that have to be bought compulsorily <laughs> on the way home at the airport. Um, no, I mean, I think, she, you know, she's quite used to it now and she's always with people who are, look after her well. So, yeah, I think she enjoys the variety of, um, of carers, as it were. <laughs> And you're, you're allegedly full-time with the BBC Singers and you had a concert yesterday in the afternoon with a morning rehearsal and then tipped up at a fadge rehearsal. You must have been absolutely cream-crackered to do a sort of three-session day. Yesterday was a, a reasonably extreme example of yeah, how these things work and yeah, yesterday's concert was a big sing. So, yeah, turning up last night, uh, I wouldn't say it was necessarily my finest vocal hour, which I apologise to everyone for, but um, it, it's great to have days that are like that, that have the, such a variety of going from working with a bigger group and there are 18 singers and the role that one plays within that and then coming to something like a fad rehearsal and it's a completely different dynamic and it's really, you know, having the contrast between that is incredibly refreshing. Mm. I think as well, sometimes when you are, even when you are vocally tired, there's real value in, in just having, well, done the, done the rehearsal for, your, for the sake of your brain, certainly for me. Even if I'm not singing particularly well, it's really useful to have spent the time on it and done the work. Just being anyway. in the same room together for, t for a certain amount of time and just, you know, we, we do things like, you know, re repeating the text spoken yeah. and all that sort of stuff. It, it does go in, even if it doesn't feel at your best at the time. Mm. I thought it was quite a ropey rehearsal last night. I didn't think we sounded great, mm. but we all knew why we were there, just yeah. to get our minds pointing in the right direction to say those texts through. Mm. So that today's rehearsal, it was a second go, it's a another night's sleep, mm -hmm. the greatest rehearsals, the greatest rehearsal techniques are repetition and night's sleep. Yeah. We could have had a six-hour a six day, but we'd all been dead at the end of that as well. 
two goes, it seems a nice sort of luxury. But you'll be, I mean, you two are both off on some crazy early morning flight back on Monday to get back for things on Monday. What have you got on Monday, uh, um, Martha? Recording Died on an Ace with London Wolver Musica. So it's a, it's a chorus rehearsal on Monday and then I'm recording the choruses and I'm recording Second Witch. So going straight into that. Second Witch is one of those things you find on your... You know, perform Second Witch in Dionysus. But what does that mean? And it means ha 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 doesn't it? Yeah, he's, le- he's letting us sing it quite nicely, or at least he did at the prom, and I'm hoping he'll do the same this week, but it remains to be seen. Yeah, quite. Before I am start, you're going to well, want to sing like. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. An hour later, and the plane still hasn't taken off. On a scale of one to ten, how bored are you, Matt? Um, eleven. Now you see, you could have been doing something useful with your life. Was that how boring are you, or how? Oh, I'll start with boring. So now move on to how bored are you? Now Rebecca, you see, she's been doing something useful with her life. She's been doing her accounts. Mm And Greg, now he's come out of the luxury lounge, has been doing his counts as well. Give some typing noises, Greg. Oh dear, you've just invaded <laughs> Venezuela by mistake. I've been well, looking at marmots. That's the thing everyone oh, likes or really hates. Oh no, that's marmite. No, marmite. Marmots. Yeah, marmots in the Alps. Um, Nick was showing me pictures of marmots. They make us sound like a bird. Not like that, though. No, I can't. But shall I do it? You go on. No, I can't do it. <laughs> How La Monkey came up on University Challenge yesterday? Uh, it was one of the ones I got right. I can only get about three in an episode of University Challenge. That's a good one to... That sounds like Emma Kirkby's, um, Emma Kirkby's warming down exercise. You have to do vocal fry. Oh, right, yeah. I didn't know what you were going to say that. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Right, everyone's leaving me now. Sigh. I'm, I'm, I'm with you to the end. Bad luck. Easy flight, read a nice sort of exciting MI6 
thriller that I picked up at the airport. Um, a flight now and a quarter late now, and they just stopped the baggage, the baggage thing, and our bags haven't come yet, have they, Martha? No, it's starting to get a bit worrying, isn't it? Not looking great. I've got music in my handbag, but not concert dress. <laughs> but that's the best way round, probably. <laughs> ah, sigh. What, what were you just saying you're looking for? Just wondering, where are those little vending machines that sell beer? <laughs> I say. Yes, so it's always appalling at this end of the day, isn't it? But we will wake up tomorrow and feel fresh and we'll do the, the gig without actually travelling. Do you do early morning horrendous flights out to places in a gig on the same day? Not if I can avoid it these days. I used to, <laughs> but often now, now I'm a bit further out of town, right in Zone 6. It's, it's a long old schlep to any airport, really. Um, and so if the flight's at sort of 7, you've got to be there at around 5, and then that means leaving the house at 4 or half 3, and then there's no point in going to bed. Um, so it tends to be either book an airport hotel if it's something you really, 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 really want to do, but that just gets really expensive and eats half the fee, so... No, the old paying for the parking as like. well. And paying for the parking, exactly, yeah. And it's nice to get out the night before. I mean, the, as you said, the flight was delayed today and that's not so stressful when the gig's tomorrow, so it's better it all round. fewer stressful. Hmm. Well, beyond the magpie, you can possibly just hear in the distance German church bells greeting this Sunday morning. It's absolutely beautiful day, feels like a proper November day. The temperature, I think there's just about been a frost. And the hotel called the Park Hotel, you can't, you can never trust the name of hotels. We're going to stay in a Campanile Hotel in France and f- expecting some wonderful bell tower, but actually finding it on, uh, <laughs> in an industrial estate. A couple of joggers come past. Um, and uh, this is set in a lovely park. So I'm going out for a little walk before breakfast, try and get the appetite up after arriving late last night, but amazed to find the kitchen still open. Uh, one of our member already there, he'd had to go a different route and uh, ordered food for us. That was a rather nice end to a slightly irritating travel day. And today's an odd one. Musicians often don't get to eat at uh, the right time of the day. So today's is a four o'clock concert with a rehearsal before it. So the later the breakfast, the more you can pretend it's lunch. Uh, the more you'll get through the concert without falling over. Mmm, absolute classic autumn scene. Some red leaves uh, (laughs) and the magpies. to the church now past some quite affluent looking houses and a few BMWs to match I just passed Nick and Martha on the way out and uh, 
Nick was listening to the cricket, which is quite clever because you can't abroad, at least not with this T20 finals on today, but he must have some sort of VPN or something that allows him to do that. I seem to remember trying something similar when I was 14. Uh, in England, we're touring the West Indies, and in a maths lesson I had a little headphone going into my ear, but was caught by the maths teacher, unfortunately. Uh, Martha was sitting there doing her sight reading by heart, trying to learn something at the last minute uh, by heart that I hadn't specified in advance, naughty me. And here's the church. Okay, fine, understood. Can we just pick up on Charles's point there? Can you all write a backwards arrow on that first line? We'll all just be a little bit safer. We now need to add the castagnettes at the end, so could we do that, please? Sense of impending doom. So at the back of the church there is a long staircase and I'm most of the way up it with Sabina Rademacher who has invited us here. What did you say is the German word for this? For the staircase? Yes. No, there's a, the word of Treppenwitz with a, with a joke made on the stairs so with it, uh, it's a kind of joke uh, which is not really a joke so it's, <laughs> it's difficult to explain. I, I wish I hadn't asked you. Anyway, you've, invi- you've invited us here and... Uh, <laughs> You've invited us here, and we're not often in Germany. Um, you've got a lot of choice, as they say when you're on your flight, and they say thank you for flying with us today. Why Fagellini for this? Because I would, was looking for a group who would like to uh, sing madrigals, or this repertoire of uh, madrigals, uh, without uh, restraints. We, we li- I love the, um, the attitude of Fagellini uh, to perform music, to do a show, and to, yeah, to, not to have restraints on performing. And the, and the because, time... Sorry, because we have, uh, this, this year we have the theme of uh, tragedy and comic, and so we were looking for somebody who could perform in uh, this perfect way. Well, it's nice of you to say so. I, I think the, the humour side is often underestimated, and, and we really worked that out over the last few days because Anna, our soprano, is not here, so we're having to learn new lines an awful lot easier just to stand and sing but this music doesn't seem to make an awful lot of sense if you just stand and sing yeah it's music that has to be performed because it's dramatic music it's from a period where texts 
and music was uh, very much very close. So the people who wrote this music uh, wanted this text to be interpreted and not uh, just sung. Are we cheaper than the Talis scholars? No, I don't think so. Is the right answer. WDR3-Konzert sind wir live in der Herner-Kreuzkirche, wo das britische Vokalensemble Ifa Giolini heute sein Debüt bei den Tagen alter Musik in Herne gibt. Nach Werken von John Wilby und Henry Purcell. Ah, so, a bit of a jump. Here we are now in the restaurant after the concert. And that can't always happen, because four o'clock concerts are great for that. That means we've actually got time to sit down. Some of you are going to rush away after this, catch a train. Charles, what was your feeling about the concert? Uh, oh, that's a good question. I thought it was a marvellous concert. I loved it, every minute of it. I, it, was, it was just uh, fun to be there. Great audience, big audience, very quiet, very Germanic. They did laugh which is always a bonus. Uh, at in the, the right places? Indeed, in the right places. Well, I don't know. Uh, what were we singing about? I hadn't a clue. You managed your um, French pliff-pluff joke. You managed it in a different language. So it was a joke about French people said to German people in German. Very impressive. Alles wird gesungen mit den dazu geschriebenen Lauteffekten bellender Hunder, Njof-Njof im Partitur, der Jagdhörner, Tron, den Rufen der Jäger, Tielo, und den Geräuschen von Pferdehufen. Auf Englisch würde man davor klipp-klopp, klipp-klopp, klipp-klopp sagen. Was ist das auf Deutsch? Ähm, Pferdehufen. Pferd, was für ein Geräusch die machen. Ähm, man sagen. Wie schreibt man das? Das, das ähm, war sein Problem. Klopp-klopp. Das war sein Problem. Klick-klack. Aber ich glaube, dass man in Frankreich moderisches Metall nahm, den das geschrieben Wort ist Plief Plöf. Um, and just in case you haven't made it into the programme so far, Ailsa Campbell, soprano, who uh, was at York a couple of years back, um, and now there's all sorts of things in London. That was your, that was your fadge starting point. Slightly scary or absolutely fine, really? Very scary, definitely. But just smile and sing is what I tried to go with in the concert. What was your favourite moment? Uh, definitely singing the Will Be, yeah. After listening to all of them, I think I'll sing it in person. It was pretty cool. Thank you. 
Craig. Red wine. Yeah. You had to sing When the Cock Begins to Crow. Yeah, my favourite bit is, what do the mice do? The mice roam roundabout or something? Uh, that's, quite, that's quite fun. Um, I get to sing the word lazy in a lazy way. And bees. And bees and fall asleep on hum. And I think I fell asleep too much. This is quite fun to do. Yeah. Charles, you've been fired from that piece, did you notice? Yes, I, I did notice, and I'm a little upset. Um, but Greg does a marvellous job. <laughs> Greg's cock is something we can all celebrate. <laughs> if, they've got, if they've got the option of... Let's move this conversation on. Martha, that was a scary concert for you because you had to sing the second part down in the Britain, although at times... Yes, I did go to the Alta line at one point, didn't I? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, you noticed that then. <laughs> yes. you, need, you needed the extra support. I'm giving you some feedback. And, and the reason I leave this in and I put our, put our sins out there because it's really important understand, things go wrong in concerts sometimes because you take risks we could have sung this super safe tonight but because there was an audience and they paid to be entertained one had to, to take risks and that's, that's something that's good for students isn't it they need to know as well that it's, it's, it's the themness oh no, hang on here's our food excellent thank you that was exciting. <laughs> Excellent. Right, who's got something interesting to say? Matt. No. <laughs> I enjoyed Matt before the concert warming up his dog voice. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, he, and he has to bark. They didn't laugh very much at the animal counterpoint, do they? <laughs> That's it's not very funny. Well, normally it gets quite a good laugh. I have to say, you know, when Sammy sings it, it gets a good laugh. Oh. Maybe dogs in Germany make a different sound. Is that possible? <laughs> Woof. I don't know. And is it true that the Germans are too serious to have a clip-clop uh, version of their own? They, the, the lady didn't seem to... Be able to cope yes. with that. What are their children's stories like? Mm. You could always ask the, the audience at the next table who <laughs> happened to be sitting next to us oh, yeah. um, whether they thought it was funny. Yes. <laughs> I'm just going to go over there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go over. Entschuldigung. Meine Freunde wollen wissen, ob das Konzert komisch war. But you don't sound German enough, so your view doesn't count. I want to know from German people whether it was funny. I've been in German nearly all my life. It was very funny. Good. But I didn't get the jokes, but it was very funny because of your faces and... Yeah. yeah, we need the audio-visual. How's the food? Great. Absolutely. Great. Good. Well, um, Marzeit. <laughs> so I had to work with the lads. Yeah. 
Everyone was funny except Charles, is what they said. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, oh, actually, I can tell you that on a recent uh, education workshop for the BBC Singers in uh, Stratford, East London, one of the children, a sort of eight-year-old, said I was the funniest thing he'd ever seen. <laughs> Didn't, didn't he also ask you whether or not you were actually a comedian? Yes. Indeed he did, yeah. yeah. So, there. Up, up my pipe. Yeah. Very good. Oh, we've only got more commentary coming over here. Yeah, bitte. Just a question. When you said komisch, did you mean komisch like funny or komisch like... No, no. Lustig. Look at... no, yeah, lustig. Ah, but komisch. Komisch in German has two different meanings. <laughs> okay, and they are? Funny and kind of weird. No, weird is fine. Yeah, did you think the concert was weird? It was weird and funny. Oh, yeah. Weird yeah. and funny. So, komisch and komisch. Yeah. I told Charles that, that you said that he, he wasn't funny, but everyone else was. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> cheers, everyone. Cheers, 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 cheers. Oh, oh. oh you appear to be empty, Charles. gentle accompaniment of my suitcase wheels. I'm on my way to the station. It's 20 past six in the morning. Oh, the glories of an early start. Um, a lovely meal last night. Got back to our rooms, those of us who were staying in here. Some of them had gone ahead to Dusseldorf because they had an earlier flight. They had to be back for things first thing in the morning. And uh, discovered that their flight had been cancelled the next morning. So I couldn't find anyone at the airport itself. Eventually got through to BA on the phone, I say eventually, and who put them on another flight from Frankfurt Airport? But of course, we paid through the absolute nose to get them to stay at Dusseldorf Airport, so they're now at the wrong hotel. But stayed there, got up super early, got to, um, got to the airport only to be told, in fact, that that flight had been cancelled as well. And then they were put on another one, so they will be late but not too late. This is all riveting stuff, isn't it? Um, my flight is meant to be three hours late. I'm on that with Martha and Nick. But they can't confirm it's going to be three hours late, so they tell us to get here at the normal time anyway, which means leaving super early and just missing breakfast. Oh, the joy is this. And, of course, we did get home in the end, but only after those delays and therefore having to miss or be late for other things that we were due to do. And uh, you know, I admire the singers who can just waft from one production to another, uh, dealing with all these stresses and strains several times a week. Uh, and also, you know, they, they I say waft surf from the vagaries um, and the particular wishes of one conductor to another. You know, we all have our little things that we regard as absolutely non-negotiable in, in music making. And these singers constantly have to adapt, sometimes, you know, twice twice in one day or uh, several times a week with uh, the director telling them that this is really absolutely crucial. So uh, respects to them. I uh, hope you enjoyed this. See you for the next one. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. 
United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Just before you go, another reminder to try listening on Patreon which costs just a few pounds per month. Or if you prefer, you can very simply make a one-off donation. You can actually do either via coralchihuahua.com. Thanks.